Hello and welcome back to the Adventures of Gigi. I'm Gareth Stora. And I'm Giapero. Are you serious? I cannot hear you. Are you kidding me? Okay, now, these effects. And I'm Giapero. Are you sure about that? Should I say it again? Should I say it again? <laughs> We got it. Uh, should I should I say it again? I don't know if they know. I don't I don't know if these bitches understand, girl. <laughs> don't think I made it clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, cheers, darling. Cheers. What are we cheersing to? Um, I fucking graduated, and you started your new job. So cheers to that. Bitch. Yeah. Cheers. 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 There we yes. go. Wow, we managed to cheers even though we're not in the same room. The magic. I know, it was like magic. <laughs> oh, so... Do you believe in magic? Oh, I've not listened to that for a moment. I need to get back into Kylie a little bit. I think at the moment, like, because Mariah seems to be taking a bit of a break from everything and teasing little things, I think... Mm. I th don't get me started, baby. <laughs> I think I do need to get lost in some of the moments. I'm lost in, I was lost into barbershop kind of quartet-esque harmonies a couple of weeks ago, and now I'm just lost into harmonies in general at the moment. So I'll get back round to Mariah once I have listened to loads of different harmonies, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to start with the Butterfly album with that one, especially like um, 4th of July. Um, I could already feel it coming now, said it. Yes, yeah, so... We had a week out last week, and uh, no, we had an episode. Oh, we did a live Instagram. We we went live twice. We, we went, went live, live on Thursday yes. when we normally would have put out an episode. So it was like a live episode interactive moment. Even when it was going, like when I cut the live out, it said that eighty people total had logged on and watched while we were live, which yeah. was more than normal. You know, that was way more than. Oh, I had people like that are friends of mine that don't normally care about Mariah, and I know that, that I've, a lot of my own personal followers would not be interested. Obviously, the people that follow me who follow the Adventures of Gigi, they will be interested, but they'll see through the Adventures of Gigi. So a couple of them even like came in at some point and stayed for a stayed for a moment. A little bit, yeah. I noticed that too. Some of my friends would like stay and listen to see like what was being said and then leave like after a little while but I feel like they know that it's about Mariah because like most people who know me just like know that I am obsessed with Mariah Carey. I feel like maybe now you've said that I feel like maybe they just came in and stayed a little bit to see like how crazy are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I can't watch no 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 i'll put my hands up to it fine fuck it you know <laughs> but, okay so the reason that we're here today is obviously to catch up again properly and have a little natter about the movie film of mariah's called wise girls yes the mariah movie the mariah carey movie <laughs> That Mariah stars in, that she's a lead character, obviously. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I kind of feel like when we watched it together, you said that it was such a long intro and I never noticed it before. And I thought, actually, fucking is. Before you actually get into a proper story and even the rest of the characters, it's all, well, with me, Mira Savino's character, who I do not remember the name of. Um, oh my God, I literally don't remember the name of anybody here. I'm just going to start off and be like, yo, you guys, Mariah, she definitely was, I don't know if the editing or the direction of this film was just like more like chill. I don't know, but I think that her performance was overall better, but it does, it didn't save the entire movie for me. Like, it's not a good movie. Like, I'm just going to put that out there, but it's cute. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like a lifetime moment. It is. And anybody who's from the UK, well, they'll know what Lifetime is, but it's like that 
mid-afternoon Channel 5 movie where there's nobody famous in it. It's got such a lame-ass story. The camera work is bad. The editing's not that great. The soundtrack is... The shots are too long for no reason. The script is, like, subpar. It's very stereotypical. So, first of all, this is released on the 13th of January 2002. I feel like that's a weird time to be releasing a movie, especially with someone such with who's got such a big status like Mariah Carey. And I know she wanted to go back to basics a little bit, and you can feel it in this. It's right after Glitter almost. It, that still hadn't died down. She comes into this movie, and it's kind of like she's going back to basics to earn her acting chops with these little low-budget independent movies. And it does have Mira Savino in it as well, who, at, probably not by 2002, but she'd been, she'd had a moment where she was, like, known. Where is she now, you know? And you're not going to believe me when I say this, but apparently this movie has made $11 million. Even sitting here saying that, I don't feel like that's accurate. It feels so strange. Surely all the Mariah lambs went out and got the DVD. Yep, box office, 11 million US dollars. Um, David Anspau, or I don't even know how you pronounce that guy's name. I've never heard of him. I don't, I don't think I've seen his name in, in anything independent that I've ever watched or anything huge that I've ever watched. So I don't know what he's doing right now. But basically it's a mob movie about three girls who get stuck into a situation with the mob it focuses around them leading normal lives you know i think her name's meg um she drops out of med school and becomes a popular waitress at the restaurant and for all the wrong reasons really she seems this innocent girl and i think they all seem to think that they can sort of like mold her into basically what Mariah Carey's character, Rachel, is, you know. But Mariah Carey's character, Rachel, she's very smart towards it. We see it in the beginning when somebody goes to grab her ass and then she turns on them and she actually tells them to pay the bill and get out. Which is, when she comes in with that, she's like, okay, Mariah, like, this is good. This is, it's a little bit ropey, but it's, and for me, it is still Mariah Carey. It's not Rachel. But it's, with a little twang on the Italian accent, I, I feel it. Like, okay, okay, we're going to see some Mariah Carey acting here. But her Italian accent sounds like Mariah when she's doing her New York accent. <laughs> yes. So, like, girl, I know what the accent is. <laughs> like, come on. It's, I think it's just, like, I know Mariah too well. And she's not Meryl Streep, you know? like. And in a way, I'm kind of glad that she stopped with that a little bit. Because although she's had some good acting roles... Um, or decent acting roles, you know. She's not trying to be a Meryl Streep, but it, in a way, it seemed like that's where the destination was going to try and go towards, at least at this time. It is after Glitter. To Meryl Streep? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that's not the destination, but it was as if, like, let's head there, and we'll see where we get to. Oh, no, girl. <laughs> Next. Anyway... So she does play a foul-mouthed firecracker, tough cookie, with some underlying issues. We see that there's an issue with the dad or the family or whatever, and she's got some emotional, like, things that she hasn't come to terms with. And it's kind of almost a little bit like Billy and Glitter if she hadn't made it famous. So that little girl, if she hadn't been famous, she probably would have ended up being Rachel in Wise Girls, I feel. Ooh, that's an interesting point. Like, or, like, a mix between that and the girl from Tennessee that she plays. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. But, like, that's so interesting that you say that because imagine if Billy Frank never got to reunite with her mom or never made it really big. Mm. Or, like, what if after Dice getting killed, like, triggered her, like, and she had to, like, quit or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But this is totally this is a totally different movie. I don't want to get stuck on glitter. No, 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 we won't. But like, it is interesting, and I think it is because Mariah Carey's playing a character, but we can't get past the Mariah Carey the Mariah Carey persona. And I think the biggest. Well, I don't know if it's that we can't get past it, or if like. Well, the movie can't get past it. Therefore, the viewer can't get past it. You know, because that you know they're not giving us a brand new person. It's still Mariah Carey. Even it's still Mira Sorvino as well. You know, I'm getting Romeo and Michelle, um, 
high school reunion, even though she's definitely not playing that same character, but I'm still getting that. You even said, yeah. we watched it. Let's watch that movie. I did. When we were <laughs> in the middle of it, I was like, can we just watch Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion? <laughs> like, actually, there's there's a few issues with this movie. And I think that it's the, like, pacing is an issue, as well as, like, the setting. I feel like it's a cute concept. It really is a cute idea. And I feel like it could have been taken a little bit further or something, you know? It's just a little weird and up and down and emotionally turbulent when there's, like, the scene where the guy is eating at the restaurant and then tries to flirt with Mira Sorbina's character uh, and then kisses her. And then like, what, like two scenes later, the next scene, like someone's getting like stomped the fuck out in the restaurant. And he's like aggressively like telling her that she needs to chop him up. Like it's like the exact opposite situation. And I'm like, why the fuck are all these mob guys consistently eating at this restaurant anyway? Wouldn't they be doing like mob business like not in the restaurant? Like it's just a little it's a little confusing to me. There's a whole drug thing going on there. Did you miss that bit? No, I got that they put drugs in the geese or the tinfoil swans, but like I don't know why all of the cartel people need to be eating there every night. Like that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem sketch to you like there is a lot like who eats out that much and if you're dealing drugs i don't know what that looks like as a job but like i'm pretty sure you're not you don't need it every single day that much to be catering to a whole like group of people maybe but just being there every time we're in this restaurant it's like all the same people are there and it's like because it feels like it's every day when you watch this. yes it feels like it's every day these people (laughs) are there they don't tell you what day it is there's no little thrown into the dialogue oh well you know it's thursday night and welcome to friday oh there's nothing like that thrown in so we know where we are you know um even the bits there's not restaurant they don't say oh yeah we know this weekend when we go at the restaurant they don't even there's nothing for us to sort of time scale anything it just feels like it's no it feels like it's like it feels like it's a week like we're there for a week straight and all of this is going on and then oh my gosh after it because this was my second time seeing it so I already knew going in that uh there's an undercover cop I thought Mira Sorvino was the undercover cop (laughs) we kept we kept going back and forth before we watched it. I was like, no, Mira Sorvino is the undercover cop, the brunette girl. I don't even know who that girl is. But it's like her character is so... There was the line when she was like running lines. The the undercover cop, the brunette girl, was running lines talking about, oh, I want to be like an actress or something. And then she's like, I'm such a bad actress. And then later you find out she's the undercover cop. And then you like realize like, oh, that's why they threw in this dumbass scene about her like running lines and being like in this high girly voice. Like, oh my God, I'm like acting. And oh my gosh, when, what does, what were they, what was the line that they were acting? And then the guy like freaks out. Um, they were like, Oh, what the hell are you doing? Or something like that. It was like, it was some aggressive line. And then the, yeah. the then the guy is like, no, you got to do it like this. And then he whips out his gun and he's like, what the fuck? Or whatever. Yeah. And it was just messy. Like the whole thing was messy. It just, I think, I think with the death scene, not the death scene, but the chopping up scene in the back, um, or wherever that was, we're led to believe it's in the kitchen. But um, I think with that, they could have had a little bit of an emotional manipulation thing between them where she got she got sort of like drawn in instead of like all of a sudden just switching to being aggressive and then back to normal again. I mean, once he'd switched. It was super aggressive. It, it was. It's like, oh, we're your family, your family, your family. Or we're going to fucking kill you if you don't do this. Right. Okay, so like it's not... I feel like it I mean maybe maybe it is like that but what we were reading the reviews and stuff before we started and it said like it was a very it portrayed a very stereotypical Italian moment and yeah. I was like while we were watching it I felt that way like it just didn't feel natural or organic and it just felt like it felt like the scary movie version of a mob movie you know what I mean? It's like the parody of Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer. Like, this literally felt like the parody of The Godfather. Like, I don't even know 
Like, but horrible, you know? Yeah. Like, almost like there could be a joke in here, but there just never was one. But the, that scene was the joke in a way because it was trying to be serious and not delivering. Exactly. Like, which a is. Parody, like you said, is the best word. Yeah. It's, yeah, a parody. It feels like it's a straight up parody of. <laughs> of a mob movie and that's unfortunate because mariah's acting is better in this than glitter but that's not saying that much so yeah but um i think if they had have given her i don't even know exactly i don't ask me about hair this is more your field gia but like if they'd have given her a different color or at least a different tone to her hair didn't have because the thing is we were right off the back of glitter right and no well the, the filming was during the Glitter era. Yeah, but I mean the release. So as we get it, it's right off the back of Glitter. She, so the, when you look back, like you've just said, the filming, yes, of course, it was during that whole time. So of course she's going to keep her blonde hair because she's got other things to be doing, music things to be doing, appearances. So she's got to appear as Mariah Carey. Um, a wig would have made it even worse. Girl, you um, keep saying that, but even in Glitter, she's supposed to not be Mariah Carey either. I know, but you know, it's it's semi or it's um sort of You keep no girl, you say it's semi autobiographical, but when when they said that on the view, she rolled her eyes. But it clearly is. There's similarities to her life and the star is born. We've said this. So I think that if they'd have just done some I don't know what, because then you can't keep dyeing your hair like that. I don't know, something to her hair, something to her look a little bit. I guess the curly moment tied back. There should have been something done to her look, yeah. like a different makeup style, a different like color, a different tone. And they always had her wearing this ugly pink color and it was just disgusting. And it didn't flatter her. I felt like, like where, where were the earth tones and the blues? You know, I feel like that would have worked way better, but they, I feel like they saved those colors for the brunettes, but I just feel like there was a lot of issues. It just felt like such a C movie. <laughs> and I think that when you look back at it now, or even over the last five years, anything post-charm bracelet, whenever you look back, you think to yourself, it's so charm bracelet. So if you're watching this movie in 2010 uh, onwards, let's say, and you're, you're thinking, okay, she looks just like she did a roughly around glitter charm bracelet era. So it still makes you think Mariah Carey. And I just think it could have given us some kind of look. I mean, I feel like nothing about it doesn't say Mariah Carey. I don't. I don't think it matters when the time of it was like she's acting like her. <laughs> I mean, her image is very much similar to the music moments we got around that time. So that, oh, her, yeah, but also the yeah. way she's acting as well yeah. feels like, like you I said, her the, her accent just feels like her making fun in an interview. You know, can't separate. The two. Especially if this movie is like for the fans, which I'm assuming it is because this was like a direct to VHS DVD release. Like this didn't even go to theaters, you know what I mean? So this is like probably for the fans. Yeah, there's no separating them if that's what it's for. So it makes me think, is she just playing herself? But they're calling her Rachel, you know? I think maybe there's elements of that there. Something that she, I don't know, maybe she's had some girlfriends in her life at this point, up to this point where she's been like, okay, I'm going to channel that person or I'm going to channel, I don't know, somebody that I worked with when I worked in the hair salon or there's like a fragment of something in there. Yes, to make it somewhat of a character, but it is mainly Mariah. And it's as playful as what what we've learned from Mariah as well. Like you said, in interviews, we can see that she's quite playful. And it's playful Mariah, you know, it's not Rachel. Um, to me, it felt like the Mariah that's narrating the book, you know, that's narrating the memoir. And that's what I was like, okay, so if the only way she's like, she's like acting, quote unquote, I'm doing quotations, but she's really just like being herself. And this is the only way she's like allowed to really be herself right now. That's kind of shit. And it's unfortunate, but that's kind of what I'm seeing is because in the interviews around the time of filming, she goes into acting like Rachel. Do you remember that interview in the glitter era when she starts going into, into the voice of Rachel? She's from freaking Staten Island. Vaguely. 
I'm just saying it feels like Mariah when she's joking around in the interview when she and then there's literally an interview of her talking about her character and then she's like going into her I'm Rachel from Staten Island and she keeps saying freaking or something Mm -hmm. and then you know I just feel like this is like a pet project for her to like have fun and like cut loose because the the real situation at the time is like such shit you know what I mean? Yeah, I think somebody must have said, like, it's an independent movie. Or maybe she said, like, get me an independent movie or something. And then they said, okay, we've got this. Um, just do it because it would be fun. You can play around with the character. It's a very small budget movie or whatever that situation looked like. And then, I mean, it clearly was. But um, then they were probably like, you know, it's back to it's back to basics with the acting. People will forget about Glitter. No one's going to forget about Glitter because it's fucking fabulous. But um, I don't know about you, Gia, but mind you, you'd have been too young. But because of what I said earlier about it being very stuck in between glitter and charm bracelet image-wise, I learned about this around charm bracelet. So for me, I'm very stuck with it being a very charm bracelet kind of moment, even though it, it's just in between. So I found out about um, Wise Girls through... Um like Mariah compilations of like Mariah Carey swearing. And then I, <laughs> well, no, yeah, it's funny. Cause I'm a total YouTube lamb, you know, like I figured out, I found Mariah on YouTube and like figured out her entire story through like compilations of interviews and things of that nature. So it definitely was a Mariah Carey swearing compilation. And then like digging through the comments and like piecing everything together and trying to figure it out. Like I really had to like find everything on my own and and nothing was out. Cause you know, all this stuff was in the past and like, no one was really like, especially I had no lamb friends. Like I definitely was like doing all the digging. And I think for me, it's a consistent reminder because now we know it's in between Glitter and Charm Bracelet, regardless of which era you mainly attach it, attach it to more so, even though it was in between, I I just feel like it's a constant reminder of either. So we know it's the in-between of Glitter and then it's... It there. does remind me of both. Yeah, that is so weird. Maybe it's like her hair reminds me a little bit of Charm Bracelet and the attitude, the carefree moment reminds me a little bit of Charm Bracelet because I do feel like when she came back, she was like, you know what? Like these people fucking don't like me anyway. So I'm just going to be myself, bitch. Yeah. Um, And maybe she thought I'm going to start again and I'm just, I'm going to rebuild a movie career. I don't know. I can't even fathom. Like if that's going through your head, this would be the movie that you're going for, or you would have that in your head based on, appearing in this movie like this so I'm not too sure what was going through her head but you know then we got Charm Bracelet and it's just like that wasn't as successful and at the time you know people were a bit like "Mm, I don't know what to think about Charm Bracelet but then now you look back at it and it's just like this fucking amazing album but then once Emancipation came out it was as if Wise Girls just fucking disintegrated into the air it's like no one gave a shit because Emancipation Mimi was fucking huge well, what is there to give a shit about about Wise Girls? Like, no, no, in all actuality, I'm sorry, but, like, what? I'm not trying to be a shady cunt here, but, like, girl, like, let's go watch Cabaret, like, period. No, no, but around Charm Bracelet, you were, like, clinging on, because it felt, I don't know about anybody else listening out there, but there was a lot of American artists releasing music, and just, it was just disappearing, like, after 2000. Like, just like, okay, an album's out, but you couldn't find the album anywhere so for me i don't know about anybody else at the time but it felt like this was probably going to be one of her last albums and so i was clinging on her bracelet felt like it was going to be one of her last albums just everything that was the timing just felt like like is is this going to be it like because of everything that was happening so you know with everything that happened to glitter and i know that's no one's fault you know apart from the people behind the terrorist attack, you know, just bad times. We're talking about glitter a lot. The Wise Girls movie just sort of is just like, it's like, it's like have like a hot day and you have, you're so thirsty, but the, the water's not cold enough, but you'll drink it anyway. It's just like, yeah, it will do the job, but it's not going to hit properly. And then Charm Bracelet comes out and it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm glad I got this album. I like it. But, you know, and then Emancipation came out with this massive explosion. So, and it really reset everything again. It's like, oh, she, the 
the Mariah Carey we we know and love is back, and um, which you know that's no secret. But um, yeah, I did feel like that around Charm Bracelet. I thought, oh, her albums are now every album she releases. Is it gonna be dropping off? Is it not gonna? be released in England because this was happening a lot there was a lot of American artists they had an album in the UK after being successful in the US and if it didn't sell they didn't come back and then you'd hear that they had like five records in five albums in the US but they'd only had one here and you're like oh all right okay and you had to go digging to find them and I thought she's going to become one of these artists and I thought I really don't want that to happen because I, I love Charm Bracelet. It was just the timing. I just thought, oh dear, what's going to happen next? And I was always thinking like, what's going to happen next? So it, yeah, the, I don't get why the movie was done. I don't, well, I don't get why she was in the movie or wanted to be in the movie or why she was advised to be in the movie. I just do not get it because it didn't do anything for her. It clearly- I assumed she wanted to be in the movie. I assumed she wanted to be in the movie for herself because it's something she wanted to do. And just like, in the butterfly era when she went balls to the wall on the butterfly tour talking about girl i'm not about to wear anything and well i mean like not for today's standards but like still like she kind of remember when we watched the butterfly tour and we were like oh my gosh this feels like the ex-girlfriend who like takes off all her clothes because her like you know we've, we've talked about this but it feels like it's that like she probably wants to do more roles in movies and such because Tommy's been she's been cooped up in sing sing she's been singing and singing she probably wants to do something different and for herself like I can't knock her for that like girl do what makes you happy but I but that doesn't mean it needs to be the most successful thing or it's going to be the most successful thing or that she is the best at what she's doing in that area like I will go hard ride or die for Mariah as a singer songwriter all day it doesn't need to be that big success story either, you know what I mean? But yeah, but you know, exactly. when, when you turn up to something... She killed it. She killed in Precious. And it was just yeah. perfectly, perfect amount of her in it, but perfect when, amount of her acting, perfect when, amount of everything, you know? It just hit right. Like, that's what happened. She acted well in that in that role. And that doesn't mean that she's a bad actress that doesn't mean she's a great actress that means she acted in that role but when and, you turn up to something and you know it's not really that great that might mean oh this is not what i'm used to this is this is not me it could be anything you know we do it as people you know you turn up to a friend's barbecue or you turn up to a friend's party and you're like i do not want to be here you know you turn up to a brand new job and on the first day you're like oh what's this you know whatever it might be um, you go on holiday to a hotel, you're like, this is a shithole. You know, she must have had this at some way. I mean, she'll have signed a contract, so she will have had to have done it. But she must have had something in her mind along the lines of like, okay, this is not it. This is not it. I don't know. It, like you said before about how the movie's put together, it's just shoddy. And I think if there was, if the filming... But it seems like, it really seems good, like she was... And they're all turning up and they're like, okay, this wait, is... Wait, so read it. Wait. You know, if they're filming and there's some deleted scenes and the deleted scenes are really good, but they were like, yeah, but it doesn't play with the story. So they took it out. That explains the messiness of how the film was put together. Gareth, what are you talking about? What if there was this? No, girl, you can just see from your own eyes. Like you saw the movie. I feel like you're you're in between one of those. Like I'm not trying to call you delusional, a, a delusional lamb, but I feel like you tiptoed the line in between. <laughs> like, no, was this like gonna be a master, a cinematic masterpiece ever? No, like oh, it just wasn't. But like. I don't know, like, you know, there's some independent movies or whatnot, and you think, okay, it's it's shoddy, but it's cute. And this is neither of, well, it's shoddy, but it's not cute. Independent it's, doesn't mean bad. Like, no, there are good true. independent movies. This but, just isn't a good movie, and that's it. I do love, <laughs> I do love Mariah, but yeah. I don't think I love her acting in it, though. I think I just love her because I love her. And that's the thing. It's like, why did we watch the movie? Because Mariah's in it. The very first time I watched it, I watched it because I hadn't seen it before and Mariah was in it, definitely. There exactly. Was no way I'm going to be like, oh my God, I need to watch a Mira Savino film right now. Oh my God, Mariah's in this double bonus. No, I can give a shit. So, and it's not like there was some rave reviews. I was like, 
let me see it immediately. It was, that was the only reason. I've watched this movie three times. When did I first watch it? Like 2011? And I just feel do you like, like- Do you like this movie? For me, you know what it is? It's like one of those lazy choices on a Sunday evening. Let's watch a movie. What shall we watch? Wise Girls? Oh, fuck it. Yeah, let's just watch Wise Girls. A hungover Sunday kind of evening movie. It's to me, I feel like I feel like that's kind of where I'm at. Like, if I were ever to, like, need background noise when I'm, like, cleaning the house or something, you know, this might be an option because I don't, like, ne- need to necessarily pay attention to all of it. Or, like, you, you've been doing your um, tests and stuff. Like, doing these tests, like, it would be perfect to have on in the background and you're studying, studying, studying. Oh, wait, my brain... To study? Yeah, to I'm going to my mind away from this for, like, five minutes and Wise Girls is on in the background. Hmm, okay, okay. Hmm, ooh, okay, bye. Okay, yeah, bye. because bye. honestly, if glitter was on, I might pay attention to it. Get lost you know? in glitter, you know you are, because you'd be singing and you'd be like into the music and you'd be like, yeah, this is not right. Like, because there's way more Mariah, there's <laughs> way more color, there's singing, there's Mariah's voice going on everywhere. And like, it's, it's also way more of a cult classic moment mm. and you've just said yeah. a really interesting thing actually you said there's way more color and the the movie glitter has so much more color whereas wise girls is very it's bleak i was gonna say beige but bleak yes it's almost like everything is faded in this movie baby and, you know, she's wearing that beautiful blue... Well, it's not so beautiful, but it's nice on her body. That blue dress she wears at the end when she becomes a manager. Oh, yep. It's all, it just feels faded. Everything feels faded. Even the food... It's all kind out. of blending in with each other. That, I think that's why... Combine the colour scheme with the long shots, with, like, the, like the camera work and the... The script, it just, everything screams Lifetime and like Spike FX movie, you know? It just is like, it feels like CSI, the movie. And I just really, yeah. But You know what it reminds me of? You know, I don't know if you're, you might, you might be old enough to know these movies actually. Um, You know, these little like celebrity Lifetime life movies about, Britney Murphy and all these people that are like you you hear the name you're like who and yet you find all these like but quote unquote biopics on Lifetime and they're just dreadful the actress playing the person does not look anything like them the actress- oh my gosh it seemed like it could have been like this is based on the true life <laughs> of this situation these are their stories you know it just felt Uh, like that any older lambs might know but i don't know you might be a little bit i don't mean that in a negative way obviously but like you might be a little bit young for this and that's very lucky to be honest but um, yeah i've i've worked in restaurants you know where we've had filming done like for a movie no tv shows and they take the food out they get caterers in to make some dishes uh, not always, but on some occasions. Sometimes you get your chef in and just like, I'll just make a couple of dishes from your menu. Wait, you said they get caterers like they don't eat the food that's from your restaurant, you mean? Yeah, because it's just for the for the scene. But they don't want to add, sometimes they don't want to advertise things, so they'll bring their own caterers in to make something. And the food doesn't always look appealing. It's just something that's put together to make it look like it's a meal. And you think, all right, okay. But when we've used... Our own chefs, of course, they've put their the presentation things together. So the food thing doesn't really matter so much. But when I watched this, I just thought the food is or isn't really like realistic either. It just looks like it's been put together for a scene. Oh, girl, see, I was trying to look at small details, but girl, let's tell them. Like I was watching through your phone onto your TV, because <laughs> 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 girl. We're... <laughs> We were We're queen. We are queen of the bootleg, girl. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we've been trying to plan this episode for a while, and how we're gonna do it. And then we had other things to do as well. Things popped up, like our little um, coming out episode, and then the Star Spangled Banner. And I think there was probably one, a couple before that as well. 
um, because this was supposed to be right after the last album moment we did. But um, yeah, we were trying to figure some stuff out of how to get it to work. And eventually it just stayed the same. So I and tell me why I could not find this movie anywhere. And you it's available for you on Amazon Prime. But when I went to look, it wasn't. And, but like there were two places to click like it was available. And then it said it's currently unavailable. Anyway, maybe it's gonna maybe it's gonna disappear from my Amazon Prime. Maybe it's already gone. Maybe that was the last day. Who knows? We've talked about the movie. We've talked about Mariah in the character of Rachel. So how do you feel about Rachel as a character? Well, I mean, I'm gonna be real here. Like, it was fun to have. Like, she was like what the comic relief of the movie, mm -hmm. pretty much. Mm -hmm. So like, it was nice to have her, but. You know, she really wasn't, like, a necessary character either. She was the main character. Even though it wasn't great, I feel like she was the main character. Rachel? Yeah. You're just saying that because you were there for Mariah. I was there for Mariah, but let's face it. Like, I wasn't invested in Mir Mira Sorvino, whatever. But, yeah, but she's the main character, though. Yeah, but I didn't give a shit. Um, the other one... Little Miss Brown Hair Policewoman. I couldn't give a shit either. Um, Her voice was annoying. Yeah. And then once she, um, like, came out as, like, I'm the undercover cop, like, she kept saying fuck, and her voice got deepened, and she kept cursing. Yeah, not by much. She clearly just needs a, a massive cock up the wrong end, and that'll sort her out. I, I don't know. Nobody apart from Mariah was I invested in. A little bit with the story of some of the, well, with the main mob people, but I that's pr only because I knew how it ended. When I first watched this movie, I thought, I was kind of like how you were when we watched this movie, and you were like, where's Mariah? This intro is so long. Girl, she was <laughs> like in the car for like 10 solid minutes, dude. Yeah. Like the first shot of this movie was like, God damn, girl. And they did that with a bigger storyline in Glitter, and that lasted for a, a second. And they could have done that with her as well. A few seconds of her just looking sad out the window, cut to the next scene, hi, Grandma, or whatever it is that she says. Yeah. You know, my, my thoughts on this movie are going to be, you don't need to watch it. Just watch Mariah Carey's compilation of her swearing. <laughs> then you'll see all of her parts in this movie. and every scene in this movie that's actually worth watching yeah you know i actually feel because we were talking a little bit about soundtrack as well so i feel that mariah not mariah we were talking about the soundtrack of this movie yeah. girl you better tell them gareth because i already know so i feel like rachel because we, we just to bridge it from how rachel is as a character i feel like rachel would be definitely the kind of girl that listens to a certain female entertainer who we do not know she just seems like that girl. Ra you think that girl? Yeah. Rachel I'd is I'd say more girl. Christina, Xtina. Probably her as well, but definitely. Um, Rachel, I've had, I, I don't want to say the word, I'm sure some of my fellow Englishmen out there and women are screaming the word, but I'm not going to say it. What word? Chav. I don't mean any disrespect to anybody. Chav is like... You know those girls that wear like velour track suits with their thong riding up and on the back of their thong it probably says juicy and Oh I love a velour track suit. <laughs> my heart just split into like a million pieces, Gia. I'm not having my I don't have a thong hanging out of it or anything. But I love velour. <sighs> okay, we'll move on. But uh... <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> Uh, have you ever seen Little Britain? No. Do you know what it is? A chav would have worn hoop earrings with their name in. They would have worn the sovereign rings. You know the sovereign rings with the coin? Oh, like a hood rat? It, it, velour is very Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian. Exactly. Yeah. I rest my case. But they're not. They're rich. They're rich, but they buy the... They, well, they, they are the epitome of tacky. Kim is not tacky, and neither is uh, Paris. They may have been tacky in the early 2000s, but girl, life was tacky in the early 2000s. Yes, but Paris not so much anymore, but she's quite quiet, so I don't even know what she's up to right now. But that other one, definitely always tacky. All that whole family. <laughs> okay, girl, heard that. And they're only famous by association. 
Well, not now anyway, but... Not now, but they wouldn't have been where they are now if it wasn't for that, so... And they're all injected with plasticine. They're just disgusting. So back to Rachel. And we were talking about the soundtrack. And you know what? We were talking about, like, where's Mariah? Where's Mariah? And there was a couple of, like, songs in there that sounded a little bit like Christina doing Mariah. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, I concur. And I recognise this girl's voice. She's been in a lot of low-budget films. I don't know how much she gets paid for these, but she always pops up these songs. Well, the same voice, anyway. It also sounded like a bitch who shows up on Miss I-don't-know-hers tracks, also. Oh, possibly. (laughs) It it does sound... But let's face it, on her songs, it could be anyone singing. (laughs) So we were saying, where's the song from Mariah? And obviously... For this film and what this film was trying to be, of course, it's a good idea not to have a Mariah song on it. But if there had to be a Mariah song, I would have lived for a Rachel moment singing Prisoner with only the rap chorus, rap chorus. (laughs) No, 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 no. Oh, my God. That's okay, the smile no. I got when we were talking You're about fired. the soundtrack. Fired. <laughs> Girl, bye. We should, we should, I think we could, should have gotten a song for the movie as well. Okay. You know, even if it was just like at the end at, when they meet up again and do have a karaoke moment, like full, uh, on coyote, uh, full on coyote ugly. Like, Yeah, she could have even like, she could have even done a fucking cover. Don't Literally. Oh, now you've said that, it's totally missing that. And like, why the fuck was that restaurant empty at the end when they met up? Like, it was just such a weird movie. It was always empty, I feel, even when they were, they were there the, as customers. But the, she was doing, she was doing like, the calculation. She was cashing up, I think, at the end. So that's probably why. No, I mean, the restaurant, when they meet up. Yeah, she was doing, like... I don't even know what that was because I've never. Oh, she. Seen... Oh, she works there at the end. She's the. Um, I think she's a manager there. Yeah. Oh, but their promise. What? The, what the fuck was this movie about again? <laughs> Friendship. I'm serious. It's not very clear, is it? Like it it's goes, really not. Goes through and he's like, "Oh, okay, this is bad. This is bad." But what's actually happening here? Like, oh, now she's a cop. Oh, and now they're in a restaurant together, all talking. Oh, but she's supposed to be hidden. Oh, uh, oh. Okay. Because like, what? How the fuck? It just goes from from when she cuts the guy's body up to the end of the movie. It but just is a mess. The guy's body up. We we learned that in the movie. I never realized this until yesterday. They what? she didn't cut the guy's body up. She said that she couldn't do it in the end. The policewoman. I think it's the policewoman. She says it. What? We heard yeah. noises. Yeah, she she started to do it. I think, and I might have completely misinterpreted this bit. No, but... I think she cut his ass up, girl. No, she started and then the she said she couldn't finish or something, so she had to get out of there and they had to finish. She said, so they're going to come after me. Um, people listening to this who've never seen the movie are going to be like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Well, exactly. Go watch the movie. You'll be in exactly the same position as we are right now. I'm sure they were when they finished. They're like, what the hell have we just done? Who cares? Put it out. <laughs> like, girl, why didn't we watch Cabaret? Like Gia said, like, oh my God. Because Gia was tripping. And <laughs> probably <laughs> and uh, full on diva mode this morning. I don't know. I do get some very mild honey moments from Rachel. Bitch, I told you we needed Agent M to come through. Oh, if, you did say she, that. Yes. Remember when I said that? I was like, girl, we need a song and we get Agent M part two because. I'm always trying to have her pull out Agent M because that's her best music video, first of all. And Caution should have been... From her best album. From her best album, by the way. (laughs) Best and favorite, I mean. Biased much. (laughs) But that's okay. But yeah, I feel like as we watched the film from start to finish, the soundtrack was all over the place. It kind of ends up becoming trashy because it's just like, it doesn't relate to the film it's lots of different genres which doesn't matter too much but it just doesn't relate to the film it's just like okay we've got a little bit of a rocky moment in here we've got some kind of like trying to be amazing but sounds like two different two other people that are famous like mariah and christina and then i don't know just none of the music related there's no weight related i don't even know how to that's the quickest way i can explain it 
the characters listening to the music, the characters in the scene when the songs came in. You know, whether it's diegetic or non-diegetic, none of it really made any sense. You know, and then when they're in the car listening to a song, it was Mariah listening to a song, and it just didn't relate. Nothing related. No, it felt like, like we said, it felt like the people who made this movie were like, we got Mariah on here, but like, we're not going to pay to use Mariah's music, but we want it to sound like that sort of thing. Like, I got, like, I don't know why, maybe it's just because I listened to Strip, but I got a stripped vibe from the soundtrack. Like, it was weird. There's that one song, yeah. And that's the thing, that's what I meant when I said earlier, like, about Christina doing Mariah, because you said that about Stripped. That person, I don't know her name. If anyone knows her name, please message us and let us know. Because I've seen her name before, and she should be a bigger singer because she's got a good voice, but... The songs she's singing aren't that great. I don't know if she writes them, but they're just not great. And she's kind of like a Mariah, Christina, and Stacy. Is it Stacy Orico? I couldn't tell you. More to life than this. I don't know. Can't remember her name. So I will say this though: the aggressive management in this movie. Anyone who's seen this movie listening to us, the aggressive management was apart from the death moments. Spot on, bitch. Spot on. Accurate. Spot on, girl. Degrading. Degrading is spot. The touching of the asses. Yeah. Social harassment. Not for real. I've had the degrading comments, like, you know, be quicker. And you're like, what the fuck I'm doing? I want a fucking drink. Did I say, did I say I wanted this? My fucking, it felt like literally a restaurant nightmare, like movie. (laughs) That's probably the only research they've done. And that was it. Okay, let's film. We've got Mariah. We've done our research. Boo! We start on this day. But um, whatever. Good for them. Getting the movie out. But um, yeah, I could actually... Watching that, and anyone who knows anything that we've spoke about recently, you know, like, I've just left left hospitality because I think that hospitality was putting me in a dark place for a long time. And when I watch this movie again now, now I've left, it was almost like a satirical on the restaurant industry. I could feel the anxiety bubbling inside me. I was just like, oh my God, like that girl, like get out of there. I could feel it, like my blood boiling. And it's so accurate. But yeah, it does feel like they were trying to portray it and they've just wrapped it up in this Italian mob. Maybe the person that made it got a good deal they knew somebody who knew somebody and it was their first movie like oh my friend there's a really good movie about a restaurant where it's just like the whole movie i think takes place in like one shift at a restaurant and it's fucking amazing but Mm. like if this movie kind of went down that lane a little bit more like if everything was at the restaurant i think it would have been better like i i really do get where they were trying to go with this movie and i love the idea i think i said that in the beginning i'm a little high right now but the execution was a little off and i I think the idea was good though i think we should have got a little bit more about the characters outside of work because you know that people talk a lot when they're on their shift in the back of the house if we would have got more just like talking exposition, we wouldn't have needed it because we would have like gotten to know the characters through like the way that they talk to their tables and the way that they were behind in the back. So I feel like if it, if it was just more of that, it would have been a really a way better un, unveiling and unraveling of, oh, we're in a mob. Like it would have been so much crazier for the viewer to be... Um, shown like oh this is how the server figures out that this is a mob if we're just going through the everyday serving you know like because you know what it's like to serve tables not everyone listening to this is going to know but you know that the weeds and the tunnel vision that you get into when you're in the zone it would have been nice to portray that and have that whole entire movie be something like that but then have the mob thing intertwine somehow differently but you know i'm not a director bitch i think that like i did say like i would pay attention and watch glitter more but that doesn't mean the glitter's better no but the singing is there the color singing is there exactly the looks are there the colors are there you know this i think this 
this movie does showcase Mariah's acting off better. I do think so. Yeah. But I also think that she's just acting like herself. It still leaves you wanting more from her acting, even though it's better than Glitter. It still leaves you wanting more. With this, it just makes you more thirsty because you think, okay, I've got a little bit, I've got a taste. Ah, okay. But you've not drank the water dry. And I think that like, I don't know, have we ever got that? That's probably for another episode, but. I do think, girl, precious, but you allowed him to hurt her. Ooh, every time, every time I, ooh, girl, every time. Literally, every time. So, Jir, out of ten. It's like a five. Like, it's it's whatever. You know, it's not... Oh, like, I, I don't love it. I don't hate it. What? I was going to say six. <laughs> oh, good, good. Uh, oh, good, good. Then it's a five and a, five and a half, then. Yeah. Because that's the average score. <laughs> because it's really not a bad... It's like Lifetime. And what do you expect from Lifetime? You expect... Everything we described, you know. Everything this movie is, yeah. And it would have been yeah, funny. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, she's and very good. it wasn't even released in a theater, like we said, you know. So what What more could you ask for? She she did the work. She did it, girl. You said it made 11 mil. Apparently. I don't even believe it. I read that on when I Googled the movie and I was like, really? But how much did it cost to make? Because movies are expensive, bitch. Like, damn. This probably didn't cost nowhere near that. But so. they had to pay all the actors and then, like, everything. Mm. Maybe the director got, like, most of that and was like, okay, I'm never making a movie again because this was awful and he's now living on an island somewhere. Who knows? It was just weird. Oh, my gosh. Also, we need to talk about the ending. The way he figures out that she's, like, wiretap is, like, it's a bit easy, easy. I mean, she's wearing a different necklace. It's obvious she's wearing a different necklace because she's wearing a big, or a big bike. But it's not, you're the way, it's not, it's, I mean, is he used to dealing with, uh, we don't even need to get into it. There's not even a point to get into it. Well, in a way, I get what you're saying because he doesn't know she's gone to the police. He doesn't know what we know about the unravelment of their friend being an undercover cop. Not right. A- is none of this is in his consciousness. The only thing that's in his consciousness is an accident happened, this girl freaked out, now she's wearing this necklace. And that's kind of like a little bit over-analytical. But um, he sits her down and then he ends up pulling the necklace off her and then smashing it or something. Yeah, he pulls it off her and, like, breaks it open. There's, like, a microchip or something in it. And it was all very, like, oh my god like you are reaching but like okay like i get it you're paranoid because you're a mob man like i get it but throughout the film he wasn't like that no he wasn't like that nothing was like that so like oh we're family you're family you're family fuck you you gotta do this we're gonna kill you like it was very very up and down girl like it was it was weird but i maybe i'm just a little old to be watching these movies now because I, I listen to a lot of like movie analysis lessons from the screenplay, things of that nature that are coming out. I listen to a lot of podcasts, like breaking down things. You know, we obviously are breaking down albums and music and things like that. Yeah. So I don't just like stop at the movie. Like I don't just take the movie for face value. I really like look at every single part of it. And I feel like this movie kind of thinks that the viewer is stupid and can't put some of the parts together by themselves and that is something i didn't like but they probably think that because they realize they missed it you know so it's their stupidity as well because there are people that will know always yeah it was like we said it was a caricature yeah yeah but i don't hold her five and a half yeah or six like yeah i don't hold her fully responsible for it i think somebody gave her the idea of this would be good for you and she believed it and quite rightly so for her to believe it as well at this time and you know it just was not a good movie and it it just was what it was her acting is okay but the movie itself is not all that great yeah her acting doesn't save the whole movie and i mean it would be kind of hard to do that but it's (laughs) not but you have to go into this movie with the expectation of, like, this is a lifetime movie, and that's it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, the it's not... itself is not that great either. It doesn't yeah. lead you to believe anything. I know you shouldn't judge everything by its cover, but the cover's not exactly like, oh my God, i got to watch that. Right, like there's no like amazing director behind this and, you know, the crazy production or company or anything. Like this is no James Cameron film. You know what I mean? I like this isn't like some huge cinematic moment. Mm, yeah. So there's really not that much like invest, keeping you invested besides like our love for Mariah. And that's Probably. honestly. And I, I honestly feel from the director or whoever was in charge of like casting. Um, I honestly think that that was the only reason that they approached Mariah's team because like, okay, well, how can we make this movie get off the ground? Okay, let's get a big star, but who can we get? Well, Mariah's just had a film and it did get messy, so let's try and get her because she'll probably want to do it. Yeah, from their point of view, I feel like they felt that she could have helped save the movie and there's just no saving it, like you said. It's just, it is what it is. It's cute, but a very minute cute. Yeah, like I said, it's Hungover Sunday. I love the poster, the movie poster. Um, shout out to um, Joe Westlake. I love the movie poster. Which one? Which movie poster? It's like a, it's like a shot of the three of them, and it's just a really cute shot. So I will get the movie poster. So kudos on the movie poster. It's a movie. Like it's definitely there. Like they went in and did it, you know, like you got to give them respect. They made the movie, you know, that takes time. That takes work. That takes effort and making a movie. Like I've never done that. Like that seems like it would be a lot of work. So kudos to them for making the movie. Yeah. Good for them to get it done. And to be fair, I would recommend it. Like I keep saying for those particular moments, hungover Sunday, if you're a fan of Mariah and everyone, you've got your friends that you went out with staying over at your... Oh my gosh, hungover Sunday. Like when you're like super hungover on the couch and you like are passed out when the movie's on. Yes. Yes. So then you just wake up at the, the important loud parts because you're like, oh, I'm hungover and I'm tired. What's happening, Mariah? Or even if you stay awake, it'll just be like a a mind emptying kind of movie, you know? It's not you don't have to think too hard when you watch it. You probably will end up thinking like, what about this? What about this? Why didn't they do this here? I don't know, it depends. But like if you're a fan of Mariah and you know you've been on a night out and your friends have all stayed over and they're like, let's watch a movie, I would recommend it to my friends. And if they're hungover on a Sunday, they're probably knowing my friends, they're probably been like, Yeah, put it on. And then they'll watch it. But everyone will probably be critiquing everything, you know? And in a way, it's a good thing. It will spark a conversation if it doesn't help clear your mind out. You know, it 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 can do something, if not the most. So it's there for a reason. Well, I think we did it. Yes. Well, thank you very much, guys, for listening to our Wise Girls episode. And hope you have enjoyed the movie and hope you will enjoy the movie if you are watching it for the first time or if you go to watch it again and and don't be too hard on it like I am because like I feel like I'm always thinking way too hard about shit like it's just a movie it doesn't matter it's not that deep like who cares I don't think you were too hard like I feel like you were quite calm when we watched it and then when we did the episode you just unleashed everything you wanted to say so I don't think you were too harsh you just said exactly what you felt about the movie so have I and I I know I literally was like laying in bed like almost you were like are you even watching the movie are you asleep (laughs) yeah because you were really quiet at some point thought she's fucking fell asleep (laughs) i'd watch it again probably not for another like six months or like nine years i know i'm i'm honestly like a little mariah carried out this week anyway so like you i really it'll it, it might take me a little bit to watch this again um who knows how i'll feel probably i'm probably gonna get a huge never mind doesn't matter i did the dvd as well i found it on ebay for like what five pounds i thought should i send it the the dvd and then after yesterday i was like i'm not gonna send it the dvd (laughs) (laughs) like this i (laughs) can But yes, guys, if anybody's watched it and agrees or disagrees with what we say, go back and watch it again. Like, and, But hopefully, like, there's... No, you guys need to actually go watch Cabaret, darling. <sighs> yes. Oh, no, I hope there's people out there that do enjoy Wise Girls. I do. I do, too. But also Cabaret. Yes, honey. Oh. It's such a good movie. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, you guys. 
Uh, check us out on Instagram at the Adventures of Gigi and um, catch us live whenever we go live. So. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram when we're going live. So keep a lookout and let's have a chat. All right, guys, thank you for listening. And we'll chat soon, okay? So soon. Yay. Bye-bye. I'm not going to